Welcome to episode 7 of the Fan Hours Podcast. I am your host today, Javon, and I'm back with my co-host. Afria Gordon, and man, hey, a lot of things happening, a lot of things happened over the past few days right now, and one major thing we're going to talk about right now is Premier League football. Man, the title race right now, Liverpool and Man City. What? What? As we said in the last podcast, that it's been hot, and man... It's just pure headache for Pep Guardiola and Klopp right now, to be honest, and the fans as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Astrid, it's going to be decided on the last day, the last match day, you know, match day 38. Yep, from, yeah, from, yeah, from Pep, from um, Klopp dropping points again, from Liverpool and Klopp dropping points against Tottenham mm. to Pep demolishing <laughs> Newcastle 5-0, then in midweek, mm-hmm. pitching up demolishing and um f- dropping another 5-0 pet making comments saying that report- the reporters are supporting Liverpool to then um this weekend yeah. dropping points yeah man i mean like i've spoken about british media bias that they want liverpool to win the league and i'm like i mean man city is like bro everybody just hate us like for what i mean okay they are oil club all right, yes, but I'm sure that everybody wants to own a like Man City. To be honest, exactly. I don't think they, they, they. I don't think that they hate um, Liverpool. I think the British media, and not even just the British British media, the world media, is more fascinated with. Hey, our team has never done the trouble before. The the quadruple, my bad. This is yeah. plausible. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is very plausible. So, is, and, and remember, Liverpool went 30 years without winning the Premier League. Yeah. They went 60, 16 years without winning the FA Cup, which they wrapped mm. up this weekend against hey, Chelsea. You see the FA Cup now when Arsenal win it, it's like a little cup. But when they win it, it's like the biggest thing ever. The, that's the thing. Um, I think the FA Cup is a standout trophy, as in it's important. I... Any cup that, that that a team wins, I never diminish. I don't care, yeah. you. I don't care how you look at it. I don't like yeah, when people compare way. both cups. I don't like when people compare like cups and devalue them. Like you're playing these yeah. games for a reason. You know the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, any competition you're you're in it, you're competing in. Cause I say compete to win. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, as I said, silverware, silverware. I mean, it adds to your honors. In, in, exactly, because at the end of the day, no one, no one would be so harsh on Spurs if over the last five years they won. Let's say they kept finishing top four, but mm-hmm. continuously picked up the FA Cup or Carabao Cup trophy. Or even picked up the Europa League. No one be that. No one would be that harsh on Spurs. The rhetoric wouldn't be your Spursy, because uh, you still win a cup at the end of the season. You still won a trophy, yeah, and true. in winning those trophies, trophies you would develop a winning mentality. Who knows you? You'd probably win even more trophies. Is you what I'm yeah, saying? Man. So mm-hmm. winning a cup can do wonders for a club. It develop if you continuously win a cup, you develop a winning mentality yes the further you go and the more you grow the the more the cups mean and it will be um more important but you're building Spurs can't say that they don't have a winning mentality 
So that's just an example on how, <laughs> and I'm not talking bad about Spurs for all the Spurs fans that listen. It's just the truth. Going back to the title race, um, boy, mm. I as watching as a neutral and watching club. This, how does this man survive, bro? You one moment you think, okay, I'm not. We we lost the title race. It's over. City has the one trophy to play for, so you're thinking, oh, they're just gonna pitch up to West Ham. While West Ham is a difficult place to go to this season, you you expect them to just pitch up and win because they are Manchester City. Manchester City they just signed Erling Haaland, the Borners on fire, Morris balling mm. right now, and Gerard Bowen. Bowen's a baller, did not man. read the script. This this did man this man did not read the script, bro. He's linked to Liverpool as well. Yes. He's linked to Liverpool, which is a good sign for them, to be honest. Liverpool, I like Liverpool signings because I feel like they, they don't spend big, but they buy um smart. Yeah. So mean, if they could I'm... get Gerard Bourne, brilliant. Brilliant sure. signing. This has been Klopp like he's like, knowing Klopp, Dortmund days, uh, he's like signing underrated players who he can turn into a superstar. I mean, is really working out well. I mean, they signed Mane Asala for less than what, 80 million, I believe. And yeah, in total, yeah, that's like that's wonders right here. Arsenal's Arsenal spent 72 million on Pepe. I'm an Arsenal fan, but boy, I mean, Pepe have like like a two and a half season, all of Arsenal is struggling, but it, it tells you that like Klopp knows, yeah, it's the recruitment, it goes into the recruitment because you don't buy a player because. Of the name or the price tag, you buy that. You buy a player that would fit perfectly oh, into your system, in the system yeah. you want to play. Uh-huh. And we see that with Klopp. We see that with um, Guardiola, even though he did sign Grealish, which is a different profile player to what he does. But yeah, but he, I think they needed Grealish because it does give them something different. The only thing everyone is gonna debate debate that price tag. Yeah, hundred million, and it's another player to that. Well. Alan is 60 million. His price tag is 60 million, but his entire deal, which which the media likes, you know, put out there, 250 mm-hmm. million, but he got 60 million the same way. But um uh, yeah. when you think about fee, um add-on fees, add-on fees, agent fees, and salary, you could get to yeah. could uh, it could get to that figure. Yeah, of course, of course. Um moving on from the title race, top four. All but done and dusted. This, this, the top four race will be decided with the last game of the season. Um, we saw Spurs defeating Burnley one nil, which took a, which takes them two points clear of Arsenal. And Arsenal lost to Newcastle today two nil. Um, for Arsenal to finish top four, they would need to win their game and hope uh, Spurs lose their game. So. Oh. Spurs just need a draw or a win. If the goal difference stays the same, because Arsenal would need would need to win by nine plus goals, and Spurs to draw. If Spurs draw, Arsenal need to win and win by nine plus goals to finish ahead of them on goal difference. So it's a tough task for Arsenal, but never say never. Even though um, Tottenham are going to Nor- Norwich, but let's see if Spurs is gonna be Spursy. What do you think? It's going through your head right now. I watched the game today. I was so disappointed. I'm not angry. I'm just really disappointed because, like, 
the players also like they didn't want to win. Like Newcastle wanted it more. And and to be honest, like look, it it could have been much better. It could have been much better today if the players would just push and say, "Yo, we mm-hmm. can take a next level ahead at least secure European. Well, not let's let's say European Champions, Champions League football." At least we haven't been here for like basically seven years now. Mm-hmm. Seven years that we have not been in the competition, but like we had the chance to win Europa League final, we didn't win it against your team Chelsea, of course. But uh, as I said, you know, it, it's like typical Arsenal in some ways. I mean, 18 19 on the U9, we needed like at least I think it was one point or three points to at least go ahead to secure European. To secure to, to secure a Champions League spot, and we lost against Brighton on the last day. On the last day, we lost, and this is this is a similar thing again. Mm-hmm. The players just not pushing and doing their part. I mean, I, I I know they're young and thing. I mean, the youngest team in the league and youngest manager, but like still they could have pulled something over the line. But then again, we cannot forget that uh, Spurs who want top four right now they stretch in, in January. They got the John and. Was it Bentoncourt, I think? Yeah, Kulisevsky and Bentoncourt. Yeah, in January, and like Arsenal let go, Abangian didn't replace him. Didn't get a midfielder either, but then again, injuries cost, cost aside as well. I mean, Tamiyasu's out, He's, he got a hamstring injury today. Tineri's out, so Yeah, Partey's out. The players who are integral in the team are just out, so I mean, that's done for. So let me ask you a question. And it's the same thing I brought up in the group today before all the yeah. Arsenal fans attacked me. Uh-huh. Do you think it's a positive that Arsenal might not finish top four? Because I think it is mm-hmm. considering a building process. Here's my, and here's my point on this for all the Arsenal fans that are asking if I am crazy. If you guys finish top four, there is probably a 5% chance that you guys would have won the Champions League next season. I think it's good if you guys finish properly in a Europa League spot because going into next season, the goal is to win the Europa League. That would guarantee you top four for the... That would guarantee you Champions League football for the other season and that would give you a European trophy that the club has never won. Right? then you could build on that and compete better for a top four finish next season. Walk on with the European trophy, which is the Europa League, and compete for either uh-huh. the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup or both. Yeah. And what Arteta needs to do is sell the project for any new incoming signing. Say, hey, this is where we were at last season. Hey, this is where we are this season. It is a building process. Mm-hmm. I remember a couple of years ago when Chelsea finished 10th. We won the league the f- next season. Didn't do anything in Champions League under Kante. Under Sarri, we were in the same position as Arsenal. Yes, yeah, granted, we do have more spending power. But we won the Europa League. Competed for the league. A few years later, we won the Champions League. So it's a building process. And this year, while it is disappointing... And we'll discuss Chelsea's year in review. Um, I think we could have had a better season had we invested properly in the summer. But 
like I said again, we still have a squad that can compete, and that's based on the building blocks that we yeah. had in place a few years ago. Yeah, you're in a better position than Arsenal right now. Exactly, and remember, yeah. Spurs have a better manager. Spurs have some better players attacking wise. Mm-hmm. If Ars- if Tottenham um free up some money and um Daniel Levy actually invest in the team you could don't be surprised on what Spurs do next season if Conte stays do not be surprised what Spurs do next season if Conte stays so I think I'm getting off track here my main point is I think it's a good thing if Arsenal do not finish in the top four as it's a building progress but hey if you can finish top four go for it Honestly, oh. this is my this is my take on it. That uh, season started, we were not we were actually not even supposed to be in the top four. We are actually debated that we're not supposed to be in the top four. We have no place in that. We should be mid table or relegation table. Leicester City replaced Arsenal in the top six. Unlike yeah, I remember that Spurs, debate. The team started to gel together. You know, the main exercise started to play. You know, started to win games. Confidence was going. Uh, you know, Smith Roa, Saka having a good season, X, Y, and Z. And I mean, Ben White was having a good season too. He, yeah, he, he was having a great season. You know, they're saying that Ben White got 15 million euros in gold. Ramsey, relegation goalkeeper. He's not you know, no one remembers the price tag. No one, no one, I, no one no I spoke one. to remember the price tag of Ben White because he played so well. Exactly, yeah. Mine's a role where of a center back now. Like, come on. And then moving forward, right now, like, we as Arsenal fan did not debate it that we want top four this season. The squad is actually overachieving. What we mm-hmm. wanted to do was reach a good position on the table where we can actually, you know, say, okay, we're here now. We can at least go out in the market, try to get some players. Going into December now, we're at December, January, we're actually in top four. So we're saying, okay, we need to strengthen. Is that strengthening? We didn't buy nobody. And I mean, I understand that they thought the squad that they have could, you know, get top four because the rest of the games are a bit easy. They thought wrong. Yeah, they thought wrong. That three, that three loss in a row, man, that really hindered the side and the injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really big. But, I mean, Arsenal's main goal this season wasn't to get top four. They wanted to, you know, build something, a little foundation for Arteta. And then, you know, some, this summer now, they tried to build on that some more and Try to see what they can do. But yeah, let's uh, see what happens. Yep, let's see what happens. Yep, let's see what happens indeed. Switching gears, um, it's still in the Premier League. Relegation. Boy, Everton, you're going to give me a heart attack, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Everton, uh, I don't even know where to start. We, so we know Norwich is gone. Watford is gone. The relegation oh, yes. battle right now is between Burnley, Leeds, and um Burnley, Leeds, and Everton. Mm. Everton, um, pardon? As well. Watford, pardon? are they in as well? You know, Watford are gone. It's Nor- oh. Norwich and Watford are relegated. We can safely say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Currently, uh, yeah, like I'm saying, the currently the, 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 the relegation battle is between Burnley, Leeds, and right. Everton. Yeah. Southampton is safe. We have Everton on 36 points, Leeds on 37 points with a game played more 
They played 37 games. Um, Everton played 36. And Burnley played 36 games and 34 points. It is... It is... A, it is a showdown there, man. It is... Yeah, the games that you expect Everton to win, they they draw or lose, and the games you expect them to lose, they win. They have two. I think Everton should be safe. They just need three points from the last two games, and they'll be good. They play Arsenal on the last day. Oh boy, oh boy. They're gonna fight as hell, and Arsenal, Arsenal is gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do, but they better try to win. Mm-hmm. That's what. By the trajectory, the from the trajectory I've seen with. These um games, I think my pick to get relegated, I'm gonna say Leeds. Boy, relegate Leeds in a referee in a release class is 25 million. Arsenal, <laughs> I'm telling you, Barcelona want him as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, no, but um, have you seen Leeds play under Jesse March? Uh, no man, bro. Their league goes for fun, bro. And as they're as, yeah. And the players are hot headed. Every game it's a red card. True, as what, as what the Brit, as what the British people say in England, the Yank, just as much the Yank <laughs> can't coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see how the relegation battle goes. All the best for Everton. I hope you survive because they'll. I think Everton's like a, a pivot team. In the Premier League, I like to yeah, watch the the Merseyside derbies. I like to see what they do. I like to watch them play. Merseyside derbies when they get battered each time. Yeah, but some some games they put up a fight. Don't do that. Don't do that. Merseyside uh, all day. Merseyside <laughs> derbies. <laughs> okay. Switching gears to the FA Cup final, we saw Chelsea taking on Liverpool. For some reason, Chelsea wore yellow. I don't know why. Um, Liver, this game is a repeat of the Carabao Cup final in terms of the result. Went to penalties, mm-hmm. Liverpool winning on penalties. Timiskas, t- t- I can't pronounce his name properly, <laughs> scored the winning penalty. We yeah. have um, Aspilicueta missing and Mason Mount missing. Mason Mount, if you're ever if you're listening to the podcast, hold your head up. We believe in you, true blue man. Six women, women finals, he lost, Jeez. yeah. But that goes to show his talent, though. He's been to six Wembley finals. And he's, what, only yeah, 22, 21? Yeah. Yeah, so um, Liverpool deserved this win. They created the better chances. Um, it mm. wasn't as exciting as the Corbo Cup final. However, mm. um, there's a lot of chances missed. Robertson hit the upright and the crossbar mm. twice. Yeah. Pulisic got some chances where he missed. Alonso missed a couple chances. It wasn't as high intensity. It wasn't as high tense as mm-hmm. the Carabao Cup final because each club, I think, played 60, 64 games. Yeah. Liverpool played more games than Chelsea. So Maybe. the players were tired and jaded. But this was a yeah. good final. While it was a tough lock to, loss to take as a Chelsea fan, my full support goes to Liverpool under Hush. challenge and on the path <laughs> to winning the quadruple. Hmm. But this this was a good game. Um, I enjoyed it. Switching gears to the Bundesliga. Uh, the last the this weekend we saw the last games in in, in the Bundes in the Bundesliga. Um, yeah. Bundes, 
the 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 my main discussion or the main discussion I wanted to have regarding the Bundesliga. We saw Erling Haaland play his last game for Borussia Dortmund. Ah, and yep, yep, he he gave a round of applause to the big yellow wall, which was fantastic. But the more controversial one, which is the one I really wanted to discuss, is Uh did Lewandowski play his last game for Bayern Munich? Boy, man was clapping around and was like, looked like he wanted to cry. So I mean, as what Hassan, the sporting director, says that he has a contract until twenty twenty three. But Lewandowski wants to leave this year. And I mean, Barcelona seem they want him as well. So mm-hmm. I, it could be his last game. I don't know. But his his agent is um, David Alaba's agent, Savi. Mm-hmm. You must have pronounced his name. Yeah, he's a heck of an agent. He, and he dragged Alaba out of Bayern and gave it to Madrid. So, boy, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, to be honest. Lewandowski has been happy. Uh, has been unhappy the entire season, um, yeah. given that he broke he broke Gerd Müller's record. For those who don't know, Gerd Müller is he's the greatest uh, striker in um, the Bundesliga and German, Bundesliga. Yeah. German history. Lewandowski broke his record. When he broke his record, all anyone could talk about was the kid across the pond in Dortmund. Um, Erling Haaland saying, oh, they should go for Dortmund when they never had a chance of getting... No, I'm sorry, they should go for Haaland when they never had a chance of getting Haaland because the front owners for Haaland were Real Madrid and Manchester City. Yeah, and, Haaland, yep, and understandably, Lewandowski got upset because look at me. I broke the record. I'm the arguably now the best Bundesliga striker of all time. Was racking up 50 goals a season. Mm. And... Just because I'm 33, you're talking about the kid, a kid that's younger than me? Nah, that ain't going to happen. And he got upset, and it's yeah. understandable. Yeah. So, I hope this team come to Chelsea. We'll, we'll, we'll give um, Bayern Munich Lukaku. Come to Chelsea, <laughs> please. Uh, you're just going to give him a bag of money. That's all he's going to attract him with. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> and Lewandowski is not too fussy about, the pra- about his pay. Mm-hmm. He just wants to play where he's loved from the reports I've read. So, okay. we'll see what happens in the Bundesliga. We'll and Patrick Schick. There are reports that Arsenal are looking at Patrick Schick. And, yeah, um, yep. yeah. and Bayern are looking yeah. at Patrick Schick to replace. Yeah. Oh, you know, no you one know what I want to talk about as well. The Bundesliga stuck our last minute goal. Mm-hmm. Man, go. Screamer. Bro, the crowd was going so wild. When the game finished, the, the entire field was crowded. Mm-hmm. And that game actually saved them from relegation as well. So, they're safe. Yep, they're safe. Yeah. Should be beautiful. Um, Let's see what let's see how this all unfolds and then within the next couple of weeks with um Lewandowski's contract and yeah, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. what Dortmund do in terms of replacing Erling. Alan. Mm. Over to La Liga. What I wanted to discuss in La Liga is Vinicius Jr. For his first season, he scored 20 goals and he has 21 assists. And he has his first hat-trick as well, right? Yep, he had his first hat-trick okay. against Levante after Real Madrid destroyed Levante last week. Uh, six nil. Yeah, and Levante, Levante is uh, finally relegated. 
your thoughts on Vinicius Jr.? Because I think it was uh, coming. I, I remember when Madrid bought him was about 45 million, I think. Yeah, when he was at 16 or something like that. I, I believe so. I can't remember. And um, it, it's like, no one really thought he would be like that player because he's from Brazil. I mean, one of the biggest teams in Brazil, of course, but coming to Europe, would he be like a superstar? I mean, it, it took him a couple of seasons to, you know, start. I mean, he had the dribbling, he had the assisting, and, you know, but he's scoring, you know, and assisting at the same time. So, I mean, Ancelotti really, you know, fixed his game, and he's, he's, he's turning out to be a superstar, I guess, yes. Definitely. Like, he is. He is. Yep. And, you know, uh, he got a lot of critics. Mm-hmm. Even from Benzema. Even from Benzema. From Benzema. Don't pass the ball. I swear my life. I swear my life is playing against us. Uh, man. Mm-hmm. Boy, you want to pass the ball to him each time. No. Yeah. He's the guy, apart from Benzema, he's the guy uh, for Real Madrid right now because they use him as, as Real Madrid's out ball. When Real Madrid yeah. want to relieve pressure, they look for Vinicius Jr. on the run. And I mm. think he's world-class or becoming world-class. Benzema really helped him out. That partnership, that instant partnership, he, well, not instant, but that partnership he developed with Benzema this season has been brilliant. Yeah. And I love to see those two play. And we'll see what they come with in the Champions League final. Yeah, definitely. And it seems, well... Look like Madrid's gonna finalize Mbappe as well. Yep, so next season should be hot. Yeah. Also in the league, what I wanted to touch on about Atletico secured top four, secured secured fourth place in Champions League football next for next season. Barcelona finished yeah. second under wow. Xavi. Yeah, where they were coming from. Well, they're coming from far, I tell you, far, 10th or 11th place they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hats off to Xavi. And Sevilla finished third above Atletico Madrid. And that I'll runs off. Villarreal finish. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Leave Villarreal alone. Leave Unai alone. But that runs off the top four in La Liga. Yeah. Switching gears to another title race. We in Syria. Oh, <sighs> First, before we get to the title race, I would like to say congratulations to Inter Milan for winning the Copa Italia, defeating oh, yeah. Juventus 4 2. It's a brilliant game. For Dusan. What, what, what's wrong with you? Leave Dusan alone. <laughs> Not because he didn't want to come to Arsenal, you're going to be like, poor Dusan. Leave mm. this man alone. The, okay? man, the man went all the way to, to Juventus and played centre back. Hey. <laughs> man. Oh boy, you and your Arsenal ways. You and your Arsenal ways. But um, switching gears back to the the Syria, uh, this title race is epic. It's it literally is, going to be decided on the last game of the season. On the last day, bro. I am telling you, man. And you know, I want AC Milan to win because I want to see them back on top, bro. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yo, like. Giroud is there too. Giroud's Latin, but it's Rafael Leo. Yeah, he's yeah, the he's baller this ball. season. The baller, yeah, for real, for real, for real. Him and Sandro Tonali, they have been oh, mm-hmm. excellent. It, it's the, just that, that one season that Juventus is not winning the league by at least twenty points. 
Yeah, the second like, season. Yeah, this is like the best, the best season we've seen right now since. Yeah, honestly. Yep, we see Inter on um eighty one points and Milan on eighty three points. So it goes yeah. on to the last game of the season for Inter Milan to win. They need AC Milan to lose. And Inter themselves winning their games, which will put them on 84 points. But as as long as Milan win their final game of the season, they will be on 86 points. And mathematically, as you all know, Inter Milan cannot catch them. So hats yeah. off to them. Running off the top four uh, in the Italian Serie A table, we have Napoli third at 76 points and Juventus finishing fourth with 70 points. Mm, yeah, Moving on to the final whistles players mm. of the week. Um, my players of the final whistles players of the week. I'm going to go with my top scorers on all the leagues. Currently, I'm going to go with Mohamed Salah. That's you know what I changed my mind. That feels good. That that feels kind of unjust. I'm gonna go with the player on farm, the one that's killing it right now, Hyungmin Son. He's a baller. <laughs> I'm gonna go with him for um number five. For number five, um for player of the week. Number four, I'm gonna go with the top scorer in Serie A, Chiro Immobile, playing for Lazio. Top scorer, twenty-seven goals, beautiful. Number three, player of the week, I am going to go with Lewandowski. Um, his goal this weekend puts him at 50 goals for the season. Golden boot he's chasing for right now. Mm-hmm. They, they, and all of Europe, he's chasing for the European golden boot. Number two, I'm going to go with Vinicius Jr., his first 20-season goal. Finish, he has 41 goal, goal involvement across, just in um, La Liga alone. So he scored 20, 20 goals and assisted twenty one in a league in La Liga alone. So that's for him. And he has his and he had his first hat trick this 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 weekend. Beautiful man. Number one, number one um player of the week. I'm gonna go with Christopher and Coco. Okay. What he do you been, think? He been, he been yeah he been balling this season. I, I think he got player of the month again. Again, the first player to win four players a month in, in players of the month in in the, in Germany. Yeah, I mean, for, I mean, this man's like what they call him a Paris Saint Germain reject, but twenty plus goals, boy, almost eighteen assists. Yeah, beautiful. He's, yeah, he's the standard player in, in in Bundesliga this season. Um, this is including Haaland, Schick, and Lewandowski. So that runs off the yeah. final whistles player of the week. Let's look at the final whistles clubs of the week. Jav, I'm gonna have you take that one. Clubs of the week, man. Boy, you know, with all these clubs right now performing, they've been, they've been performing really good, you know. You want me to start from the fifth or the first? Let's go from fifth. All right, boy. What can I say? You know, the fifth is so hard to decide who can be at the fifth right now. Who can start at fifth right now? I don't even know which club to choose right now. 
I know you wanna put. Uh, you cannot put Arsenal in there. They haven't done I'm anything. That's that's the only reason why you're stuttering right now. No, no. Okay, look, they've been performing. Let's just forget about that. Um, let's see. Boy, this is actually really hard. Can you start off, please? Like, I really don't know what to put. I really don't know what to put. Okay, you know what? I'll say Spurs, number five. I'll say yep. Spurs. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't like them, but, like, I mean... Conte? Yeah, Conte. Yeah, Conte. It should be... To me, Spurs, not because of my hate of them, but I just think there are other clubs better than them, to be honest. I mean, of course there are better clubs than them, and I mean, like, Spurs battling Arsenal for top four. Mm-hmm. They... From where they were coming from, they deserve to be in the top five. Um, mm. In the final top five club of the week. Okay, fair enough. Uh, number four, you know, I put Freiburg. The reason why I put Freiburg as a club because they're actually competing for Europe right now. And I mean, nobody didn't think Freiburg would be in that spot. I mean, they're like, they're not even a mid-table club. They're like, all the way down the bottom in Bundesliga at 14th place. They're actually mm-hmm. up in the top six right now going up. And I mean, mm-hmm. what they did right good now Good finish is in like, a Europa League spot. Yeah, it is. And it's really good for them. Like, I never expect a team like that to perform so well this season. Uh, number three, another Bundesliga club. I'm sorry, but Union Berlin. They have been mm-hmm. really good. And knowing they're their um, history. Their history as well. They're not really a club to be in this position as well. And they have been they have been doing their doing their thing and it's really nice to see. Uh three, I would put AC yeah, Milan. Number oh number two? No, yeah. You sure? Yeah. You number have I'll put AC Milan, yeah, number two. AC Milan. I would. Reason why, I mean they're both in the league right now on the last mm. day. Can they Don't do jinx them, please. They will do it. Hey, I am telling you, AC Milan will do it. They will do it. And number one, number one, mm-hmm. I put Madrid. Real Madrid. All of them won the league. All of them won the league. I'm pushing them for Champions League final right now to win that. Over Liverpool? Why do you Over hate Liverpool, Liverpool, bro? I do not hate Liverpool. Okay, look. Real Madrid beat the, the champions of France. Who else did they beat again? Champions of England. They beat the champions of England, champions of France, and the previous Champions, champions League winners. Of, of Europe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not count them? Mock-ups. Mock-ups. <laughs> <laughs> no, those... The goals that they have scored could not be buck-ups. Nah, just, it was just sheer brilliance. It's the sheer brilliance and the mentality mm-hmm. of Real Madrid. For all those who don't know what buck-ups means, it means just pure luck. <laughs> 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 but yes, I mean, okay, that five was hard to choose because, I mean, there are a lot of teams that could actually enter that. Rangers and Celtic could have entered that top five as well. Rangers just won Scottish Premiership. Wall them! Yeah, and they want to win Europa League. Sorry, that's Rangers. Sorry, Celtics won. Mm-hmm. Won Scottish Premiership. And mm-hmm. Rangers are in the Europa League final right now. So, I mean, those teams could have entered in as well. 
Mm. Yep. That's yep. it. So that's why I'm like, you know what? There's so many clubs going around my mind, but man, those are my clubs for the week, yeah. <laughs> no Arsenal, thank God. And moving on from the final whistles player, Cobb <laughs> Club of the Week. We transition we transition into some quick hits. Ten Hag um finished the season with as Ajax champion and now diverts his attention to Manchester United. He at he stated um in an interview that he looks to keep Cristiano Ronaldo and use him for the benefit of the team. I wanted to get your thoughts on this, if he should get rid of Ronaldo given his age or should use him while he's at the club. Ronaldo's age, isn't he like the third top scorer in the league right now? I mean, man is still kicking, isn't he? Yes, he is. I mean, why not keep him? He's one of the best players in the world at their disposal. I mean, he's a leader. He can score. He can play, play, make. Can right, yeah, play make. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why not keep him? I mean, he's a Man United legend too. I mean, keep keep the man if you want to keep him, keep him. Sign players who can actually play football and see how he will perform mm-hmm. at Juventus. I mean, he carried he Juventus. He carried. He carried them. Yeah. We're not I gonna go down that road, no. We we both know he carried Juventus. Yeah, okay, let's not go down there. But yeah, I mean, why not keep him? Keep the man, get players who can play football and move forward from there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Next, Mbappe will decide his decision on his future when he joins the French national teams. There are some leak reports that he already agreed personal terms with Real Madrid. I yeah. think he's going to go. This is the worst kept secret in football. He's going to go. Yeah. Please just go and call it a day. He's obviously not going to sign up with Paris Saint Germain. And the funny thing, he should have left them last year. Yeah, and, and he if he had left last year, PSG would have gotten money. But no. Exactly, and he would be in the Champions League final in Paris. Right now. Exactly. And, you know, PSG didn't even finish pay Monaco for um the Mbappe deal as well. Yeah, so they they, they get no money, they recuperate nothing. So exactly. it's on Leonardo and what he wants to do. Yep. Next, Diego Simeone will stay at that. <laughs> Diego Simeone will stay at Atletico Madrid next That's season. Sorry. It continues. It continues. The, the pain continues. Too. I don't even want to. Torres is leaving. Torres is leaving. I don't even know what Griezmann gonna do. I know Joe Felix. I think he wants to leave. Chelsea, go back. Go back to Joe Felix. Save this man, please. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Diego Simeone will continue his long. Long, sad reign at Atletico <laughs> Madrid as manager. Let's hope he can bring home another league title for Atletico and trouble people in the Champions League. Hmm. I'm trying to stay positive, but Fair I enough, hate their enough. I hate their football. Fair enough. Go ahead, Diego Simeone. Please, please, please yeah. play some. You don't. They don't even play counter-attacking football. But you know what? I'm not getting into this. Uh, not that now. The, the season review. I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna put his head. I'm gonna put his head on the guillotine. Okay. And when we're doing the season review, we're not getting into this right now. And last but not least, as we preluded to Lewandowski, is stated that this may have been his last game for Bayern Munich. He wants to leave. We will see what happens in the coming weeks. I think he's going to go. The front runners are Barcelona, and Chelsea has an outside set, has an outside chance of signing him. 
we will see what hap- what what happens and what unfolds in the coming weeks. Yeah. My final thought wrapping up here, we see wrapping up here we have our final thoughts. Premier League, two basically two leagues left. Um that's competing for the title. We have the Italian Serie A, AC Milan. We can do it. Just we just need a draw or a win to win the league. Premier League Manchester City needs a draw or a win. If City lose and Liverpool wins their last wins their last two games, they will be champion. All Liverpool has to do is win out, and then but they need City to slip up, which I see highly unlikely. But let's see if Liverpool can chase keep the quadruple dream alive. <laughs> let's see. Your final thoughts? Um, that title chance there right now, nobody knew that Manchester would slip up against West Ham. And Liverpool doesn't look like they're going to lose any games. All of them had a hard game against Newcastle. But, I mean, anything can happen in this league. It's Premier League. Anything can happen. Anything. So, anything I mean, can beat any team. Exactly. So let's see what happened the last day. The games are played for a reason. Let's just see. My famous saying, the games are played for a reason. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Wrapping up here. Uh, please remember all our listeners and our, all our faithful listeners. Please remember to follow our Instagram page at the Final Whistle Podcast. Follow our Twitter at the Final Whistle without the E at the end. That's the Final Whistle. No E at the end. Yes. Um, and from your host, Javon, and my co-host, Javier Gordon, we will see you next time on episode 8. Of the Final Whistle, where we will be wrapping up the season and we will start giving out the season report, the season review and grade reports from us here at the final whistle. Catch you on the flip. Bye.